Welcome back to Just Jay-Z, a place where we talk all things hair, business, pop culture, lifestyle, and more. Here's Jesse to welcome you into this episode. What's up, you guys? It's Jesse. So today's episode is actually... Um, my birthday episode, which is crazy. It means I'm 20. No, I wow. I am no longer in my 20s. I am officially 30. So this episode does launch on my birthday and um, it's crazy. It's like a new era in my life. And I just wanted to do an episode kind of talking about things I learned in my 20s before I turned 30, because I think a lot of us see 30 as a big milestone because it is. Um, Going from your teenage years to your 20s, it's a whole life shift. It's going from high school and living at home to then figuring it out on your own, whether it's college or working or having kids or getting married or excelling in your career. Just, you know, it's so much different. And your 20s are a time in your life where you're meeting new people and your whole life is changing and you're, you know, becoming who you are as an adult. And then I think your 30s are when you start to have it figured out a little more. No one's perfect. Um, but I feel like your twenties are when you experiment and you figure out who you are in your thirties or when you're usually a little more settled. Um, that may or may not be the case for you. Maybe your forties are when you feel settled, who knows, fifties, who knows. But I feel like 30 is a milestone because it does start to just kind of like change your focus a little bit and you grow up a little bit. So, um, I'm choosing to see 30 as a really exciting time. Um, it's like that movie 13 going on 30, 30 flirty and thriving. Um, I am excited for my thirties. I loved my twenties, but there was a lot of heartbreak and a lot of ups and downs and lessons learned. And I feel like in my thirties, I'm going to be a little more, you know, settled down and, um, just kind of, I have a little more wisdom than I did in my twenties. I'm still learning every day, but I think a lot of things have happened right before I turned 30 that have helped me. Um, learn some lessons and guide me in the right direction for my 30s. So even though it's weird to get older, I still think I'm 21 in my head. I'm excited for my 30s because I feel like that is where I'm going to thrive. And I hope that you feel the same about your 30s if you're not quite 30 yet. I wanted to talk to you guys a little bit about Gloss Genius. We have been working with Gloss Genius for about ooh, a little over six months now, and I absolutely love it. We use it for our shadow days, and it's amazing because it's an app made for hairdressers, and everything is catered to our industry, which is really nice because we've used other ones in the past, and it's just a little more generic because um, other systems can be used for like restaurants or retail stores or hairdressers or anyone with their own business. And I love that Gloss Genius is very dedicated to the stylist, and it's very personalized because of that. So it is made for salons and spas. Gloss Genius is the only business management and payments platform that makes it easy to grow revenue and enhance the client experience. From a beautiful online booking site to powerful marketing tools and low payment processing rates, Gloss Genius empowers you to run your full salon in a stylish and smart way while also feeling supported every step of the way. You guys can actually get a discount code for Gloss Genius if you are interested in signing up. You can use the code JayZSpring22 for 50% off your first two months. If you are a new user to Gloss Genius, this is a great, great deal. I would recommend trying it out if you haven't already. We will have all of that info in the show notes below, but trust me, Gloss Genius is the best. You can create your own little website people can visit. You can have all of your services inputted, your customers, your clients, um, and everything's just super cute and aesthetically pleasing, which is all. So 10 things before 30 that I learned. So 10 things I learned before 30. 
I'm currently recording this six days before my 30th birthday, so I'm cheating a little bit, but I've been thinking about this list for a while. I knew that I was going to do this episode for today, so um, it's just stuff that I feel maybe can help you or maybe you can relate. And I would love if you DM'd me on Instagram after today's episode and tell me if any of these helped you or tell me, you know, things you learned before 30 because I would love to talk to, about, talk to you about that. So the first one I wrote down was don't sweat the small stuff. Um, this is such a common phrase and it's obviously easier said than done, but I think about so many situations in my life where I freaked out or I worried about the smallest things. And in the moment when something's happening to you, it feels like the end of the world. It feels like a dramatic thing that you need to react to. But in five years, in 10 years, is that going to matter? And usually the answer is no. Um, and I think that I'm getting better at letting things roll off my back, even if it's hurtful, even if I feel like I need to react to it. I am learning not everything deserves a reaction. And the small stuff really doesn't matter. Um, There's a Carrie Underwood song I love, and it says, when you figure out love is all that matters after all, it makes everything else seem so small. And it's so true. Um, When life happens, struggles come and go, tragedy happens you know, everyone has ups and downs, but I feel like when something really bad happens, it does make you realize how, but I feel like when something bad happens, it really does make you realize how stupid the small stuff is. And the older you get, you kind of just realize like, don't sweat the small stuff. I was talking to my father-in-law last night, actually. Um, and he was talking about how, when he raised his kids, you know, he was younger when they were younger, obviously. And he said he used to be a little more uptight and he would worry so much about the stupid things. And now that he has grandkids, he's like, that small stuff doesn't matter anymore. I'm He's more relaxed now because he has life experience and he's like, I wish I would have been that way with my own kids. And I thought that was really cool to hear from someone who's, you know, raised kids and been through that. And it's like, yeah, just don't sweat the small stuff. Let's just not let that stuff get us down. And there's a lot of hard things in life that we need to worry about. Let's not worry about every single little thing because most of the time it doesn't matter and we're building it up in our heads to be bigger than it is. Okay. Number two is kind of funny, but I had to throw this in here because recently I've gotten into this and I feel like it's so important for every adult to have. And I feel like this is when you know you're an adult. Have a gift wrapping stock at your house, whether it's a drawer or a shelf. Um, I recently got like little gift bags in every size, small, medium, large. I have wrapping paper, scissors, um, tape. I have a tissue paper cards, like just a bunch of like blank cards I can use for everything. Um, and that has been a lifesaver. How many times do you like get invited to a birthday party or you have an event or something where last minute you need a gift and then you're like, crap, now I have to go buy an expensive gift bag and tissue paper and a card and you don't have time. And it ends up being so much more expensive just going to the store and buying those one at a time. So this has been amazing because now no matter what I'm doing, if it's a gift or if it's just a little something I need to put together really quick, I just go to my gift wrapping shelf and it's so easy. Um, I've had like a few like birthday parties and bridal showers lately and this has been a lifesaver. I threw my sister a bachelorette party a couple weeks ago and I did little like um, goodie bags for everyone coming and I was able to just use those like small bags that I had gotten and put them all together and it was so easy. So I just feel like you know you're an adult when you love practical stuff like that. It gets you excited and having this has been amazing. So I recommend you get a gift wrapping stock at your house if you haven't already. Okay, so this next one, I've always in my head 
like known this and I always repeat it to myself, but I've never really seen it like vocalized until recently. I saw a TikTok and I'm going to pull it up so I can read it to you guys. But this is something that I've always thought and I was so glad to like see someone else say it. Where do I find my saved videos on Instagram? Oh, here we go. Let's see. So... Okay, so it's a TikTok and it says, I often think about the different characters I play in everybody's story. I am a villain in some, a hero in others, and none of it has anything to do with the person I am. The lens that others view you through is colored by their upbringing, beliefs, and individual experiences. Some people see your bright personality as endearing and others see it as annoying. Some people think you're weak and emotional and others feel safe to be themselves around you. Some people think you're rude and selfish and others respect the way you stand up for yourself. And none of it has anything to do with who you really are. I love that because it is so true that in life, most of us are just trying to do the best we can. We're all human beings, so we will inevitably make mistakes. Even if you are trying to be a good person and you feel like you're a good person, you're still going to hurt people. You're still going to make mistakes. And as long as we're like constantly learning from those mistakes and trying to be better, that's all that matters. But like that video said, you may be the villain in someone's story and you may be the hero in someone else's and that's okay. Just because you're the villain in someone else's story doesn't mean you're a bad person. Maybe you did some things to hurt them and maybe it was out of character for you and maybe you've learned and grown. That's what being human's all about. Um, and like that TikTok said as well, it's like, you know, every person's experiences is painted by their own experiences and their experience with you could have nothing to do with you. And if you have made a mistake and hurt someone, as long as you apologize and move forward, that's all you can do. It doesn't mean you're the villain forever. And I really, really love that because I know I've been the villain in some stories. I know I'm the hero in others. And that's how other people are to me too. And we're all just doing the best we can, like I said. And I just feel like especially with cancel culture in our world right now, um, it's so easy to just jump on the bandwagon and be like, that person's bad, that person's good. When in reality, we're all a little bad and all a little good, you know? Um, And I just think that we need to give people more grace and understanding and forgiveness to make mistakes and grow. And I think cancel culture is dangerous because it definitely makes people feel like there is no room to learn from their mistakes. And so it's like, why even try to learn? Why even try to be better? If I'm just going to get canceled, you know, why, why do better? Um, and I, I read a quote once that said something like cancel culture makes people hide their mistakes, not fix them. And it's so, so true. So I hope that like, we all realize that there are two sides to every story. Not really. There's three sides, um, yours, theirs, and the truth. And like I said, you could be the villain to some people. You could be the hero to some people. All that really matters at the end of the day is who you are and that you know that you're doing the best you can. Um, this one kind of, the next one kind of pertains to being a business owner, but it's something I really have learned over the last few years. And it's that no one will care about your business like you do. I get a lot of questions about being a business owner, starting your own business. Um, and that's why we've had money on, with Michelle on the podcast a lot. We do the blonding and business class with him and, you know, something we've learned, especially as our company's grown, you know, we're a family company. It started out with just us. And we've obviously had to hire a lot of people over the years to help us run our business. And they're all amazing. But at the end of the day, no one will care like you do. So just keep in mind that if you do have a business, 
at the end of the day, it's going to be what you put into it, the passion, the drive, the work, the money, the time. That's all going to be you. You can hire people all day long, but no one will care like you do. And you can't take that personally. Um, my family cares as much as I do. So I'm really lucky because it's like all of our business now. Um, and so I'm really lucky for that. But we always repeat that to each other. Like when there's turnover, when we have people come and go, it's like no one's ever going to care like we do. So we have to make sure we give our all. We do the best we can and we hire amazing people. And if people leave, that's fine. If people stay even better, but that's just life. And no one will care as much as you do. Uh, the next one is therapy is for everyone. I think there is a stigma around therapy, um, especially for men. I think that, you know, therapy is only if you're broken, if you have issues, if you need help. And I think I've, I've, I, I, I'm saying men only because like in my experience, it's been like, so as I was saying, so I say that only because like I've been married twice and I feel like men are typically a little more like resistant to therapy because they don't think they need it. And I've even been that way. It's like going into it, oh, I need therapy because I'm broken. I need help. But really therapy is really great. Honestly, yes, it can help you. It gives you tools to help heal trauma and handle situations better. But it's also good just to be like checked on and have someone as a sounding board. And, you know, even if it's like a little thing that happens to you, just having someone, you know, you can talk to about it and they're going to be unbiased and just listen is always a really great thing to have. Obviously talking to friends and family is always helpful, but sometimes it is harder to talk to people, you know, if you're struggling with something. So I think that therapy is great. I've been doing it on and off for about six months and um, I've really found benefit in it. I think it's helped me a lot with hard situations in my life, how to be more patient, how to handle things better, have better communication skills, how to be a better boss, better friend, better partner. Um, and I really think that everyone can benefit that self-help books, you know, just really looking internally and like trying to just be a better person than you were yesterday, I think is just something we can all work on. I don't think anyone's perfect. I think we're all works in progress. And I think that anyone could benefit from therapy. Um, even if you don't want to go to therapy and talk to someone, there are like a ton of therapy accounts on Instagram, not saying that that's a replacement for therapy, but I've also found that beneficial. I follow a few accounts that just give motivation and explain things. And that's always helpful as well. So if you um, are struggling or even if you're not, I would recommend therapy because I think it's been helpful for me and other people in my life. All right. The next one is family first. Obviously this one's obvious, but as you get older and you start to have kids and um, your life starts to change a little bit, this is something I think you realize. And now that I'm 30 and I have two kids and I'm married for the second time and my family business is my family, I just realize how important those relationships are, especially because friends come and go. It's no secret I've lost friends over the years. And even if you think a friendship is part of your family, if it's not blood, sometimes it's just not. And vice versa, sometimes friends become family, even if they're not blood. And that can be family too. So whoever you consider family in your life, hold on to those people, treasure them. Sometimes it's easy to put the relationships that are the most important to us on the back burner because we're like, oh, they'll always be there. And it's easy, right? To just like ignore those and focus on the new things or the exciting things. But um, those relationships are really what deserve your time and attention. And I just think that it's important to value those, whether it's a close friend or family. Um, it's important to do that. And especially when you start having kids, you realize the value in that because, you know, your kids are your whole world and they become your priority. And even if you're working or, and you have a social, you can still have a life when you have kids. And, but you know, at the end of the day, that is your focus. And I think it's just for me, at least when I had my baby, 
two years ago, um, I didn't have many friends that had kids at the time. I was like one of the first, like I knew people, obviously, like everyone from high school had kids, but like none of my like close friends had them. And now I have a couple friends that have kids and you just kind of see the difference in your life when you have kids. And when your friends start having kids, like you don't have as much in common with like people that don't, you know, sometimes you don't have as much in common with the people that don't. And that's okay. It doesn't mean you can't be friends with them. But I did start to see a shift in my life where there, I was friends with a lot of people that were younger than me. They didn't have kids. They didn't have the same responsibilities. Um, some were single and your priorities kind of shift. And when you are married and have kids, it becomes a little bit different. And at first I felt really guilty about it. And it was kind of hard for me to, um, like shift that mindset. And I still wanted to hold on to those friendships and you still can, like I said, but you know, it it kind of does come to a point where it's like, well, are these relationships benefiting my priorities, which is my family, you know? And sometimes it is easier to be with, you know, be friends with people that are in the same space as you and have similarities to you. So, um, yeah, that's just something I've learned is family first. Okay. The next one is turnover is inevitable. Obviously I'm a business owner. I'm talking about business, but also in life, I think that turnover is something we can all relate to, whether it is that you're a boss and employees are coming and going, or maybe it's friendships. They're coming and going. Sometimes marriages, I've been divorced. I've been remarried. Um, Turnover is a normal part of life. You think about when you're in school and you meet your friends because you're going to school with them every day. Then you graduate and it's like you all go in different areas, right? And then you have your college friends. Then you graduate college and a lot of you go in different directions after that. And then you kind of settle down into your adult friends and your mom friends if, if you're a mom or your parent friends or maybe you're single and childless and those are the friends you connect with. I think that you know, you meet different people at different phases in your life for certain reasons and turnover comes with that. You may not be friends with someone you were friends with in fourth grade anymore or even high school or college. And that's okay. Um, sometimes it ends badly. Sometimes you just drift apart, but I think just realizing that like loss is a part of life, um, can help you, you know, when you do lose relationships. And obviously I relate to this a lot. I think I've kind of sprinkled loss throughout this whole thing a lot, but, um, you know, I think that every time that a relationship ends, it can teach you something and you can learn something from it. And I try to take every situation with something like that, where I'm like taking something from it. Okay. The next one I wrote down here is silence is strength. This is something I have for sure had to learn over the years. And I think it can also pertain so much to just social media in general and how easily everyone has an opinion now, whether it's politics or religion or celebrities, or just honestly, any topic on the internet. Now everyone has an opinion. Everyone feels like they have to get their side out there. They have to fight with other people. They have to be divided. And I miss the days when like it was rude to talk about who you voted for. Like it was kind of like something you just didn't talk about or, you know, how much money you make was a little more private. Like social media has definitely opened us all up to be more um, forthcoming with our thoughts and opinions and lives. And I love that. Obviously I share my life and I'm pretty much an open book. I don't really have any um, thing that I don't talk about. Um, But I think that now everyone just has this freedom behind our phone screens that just makes it, really hard to like do anything like you without someone's opinion. Right. And so not only in that situation, but also just in situations in your life, something I'm learning is that not everything deserves a reaction and silence is strength. So, um, someone messaged me the other day, it was like a super nice message. And obviously 
there's been a lot of change at Jay-Z. If you don't know what I'm talking about, that's awesome. Let's hope it stays that way. If you do, then you know. But someone was messaging me and just kind of saying how like there's been, you know, some situations in my life recently and um, they were just talking about how I've kind of handled it a little more with this this um, approach, silence, you know, is strength. And some other people haven't approached it that way. And they said, what Susie says about Sally says more about Susie than it does about Sally. And that's something we've probably all heard at some point in our life, but it's so true. And I know I have been that person in the past to react and post things and say my opinion, or maybe even just try to defend myself because um, someone wronged me or I lost a friendship or whatever. And Yes, you need to defend yourself. Yes, there are times you need to speak up, but sometimes you don't and it's okay. Like I also saw another quote. I've been into quotes lately, if you can't tell, but I saw another quote that said, if someone asks more than, or if someone talks to more than three people about something, they're no longer looking for advice. They're looking for attention. And that is so true as well. And I've done that in the past and I know people who do that. And, um, it's true. Like if you're just constantly putting things out there and trying to get your side out and be snarky, if you've been wronged, I think that that at the end of the day, like creates more negativity in your own mind and maybe to the other people you're talking to. Whereas if you go through something hard and you feel the need to defend yourself, talk to the people who know you, who love you, maybe a therapist like we talked about before. And, um, and to the public, you don't need to say anything, whether it's on social media or it's to other people who are just wondering and they don't really, you don't owe them anything, you know? And, and so that's something I've really had to learn. And especially as I have grown within my business and social media, I feel like my life is sometimes in a small spotlight, very small, but people do make assumptions about me, the type of boss I am, the type of friend I am, the type of person I am. And we all do it, right? Like we follow someone or even like celebrities, like we, we critique them and we tear them apart and we, we act as if they're not human beings with real feelings. And a lot of times it's, we're doing this to people we don't even know that we've never met or maybe just met once or twice. We have no idea what their reality is. We're going off of online and other people's words and perceptions when going back to what I said earlier, there's three sides to every story. So I think that, you know, for me, it's like I have fallen into that trap so often of like having to defend myself and say things. But lately I've just been like, I really don't have to. And I'm happy and secure with who I am. I've made mistakes. And I think something I've gotten a lot better at recently is owning up to those mistakes. And therapy's helped me kind of like dig deep and like figure out if I behave a certain way, what's the root of that trauma? Where does it come from? Why did I do it? Apologize if I hurt someone and try to be better. And like I said, we're all going to make mistakes at some point. Does that mean I'm a terrible boss or a terrible friend or a terrible person? No. If I continue to do those things and not learn from them, then yeah, maybe I would be a terrible person. But I'm learning and I'm growing and I'm always doing the best I can. And I know my heart and my intentions at the end of the day. And so I think that whenever we do make mistakes, it's important to remember who you are and don't let it get you down. If you do make a mistake, just try to grow from it. So um, long story short, silence is strength with all these changes that have happened recently within my life and our business, I haven't addressed any of them really. I've said a couple things here and there, tried to keep it very vague and positive. I did the one post on my Instagram about mental health awareness month and the labels that we put on each other. Um, if you want to check that out, you can, it's on my jz.styles account. And that was really my only response to the change because 
Um, it was a general response, but it was kind of directed towards that situation because I know a lot of bad things have been said about me and some may be true. Some may not be true. And that's none of my business. And I'm not going to let myself fall into the labels others are choosing to put on me. I'm going to move forward and still have the amazing business. I have my amazing family, my amazing friends. None of that has changed. And I'm still me and I still have everything I've created and I'm not going to let other people take that from me. So um, the next one I wrote down is your vibe attracts your tribe. We've all heard that saying before, but it's so true. If you guys listen to the episode I did with my husband, Jordan, a little bit ago, he said that, you know, you do become like the five people you spend the most time with. And that's something I have always known, but it's something I've definitely learned a lot lately because I've kind of learned that I am the type of person that picks up on energies. So if I walk into a room and it's high energy and everyone's excited, I automatically feel that way. If I walk into a room and everyone's depressed or it's awkward vibes, I feel that way. So I definitely go off of the vibes in the room and that goes hand in hand with the people you're spending your time with. If you are constantly hanging out with someone who's whining and complaining and being negative, that's going to rub off on you. It's going to affect your mindset and it may even affect your own attitude and how you are towards other people. So um, you know, I, I think about that a lot and it's like, Hey, I want to be around people that make me a better person, but I also want to be that for other people. So, um, I want to be someone who's just like a positive light to people. And even though we all get stressed, we all have hard times. Like we're all not going to be positive 24 seven. That's just unrealistic, but I want to try to be someone people want to be around and vice versa. I want to surround myself with people like that. And um, it's okay as you get older, if your group gets a little smaller and it's quality over quantity, that's something that I've learned is okay. And I haven't always known that, but now I do. All right. The last one I wrote down is that your twenties go fast. My dad always told me this growing up. He was like, you blink and you're an adult and your life is, you know, halfway done. And he's like, just cherish these moments as a teenager in your twenties. And when you're young, you're just like, whatever, that's so dumb. I have my whole life ahead of me. I'm never going to get older. You, you're always like in a hurry to grow up because it seems like it's never going to happen, but it's true. And the older you get, you realize that like your twenties, you blink and it's gone. I, literally feel like I'm 21, like I said, and I feel like I remember turning 21, 22, 23, like it was yesterday. And, you know, I think that as we get older, obviously we're getting older physically and emotionally, and there's a lot of growth that comes with that. But sometimes you do mentally kind of stay at a certain age. And even as you get older, you're not like thinking you're older. Like, I don't feel like I'm 30. I feel like I've grown up a lot and I'm not the same person I was, but like, it's weird how you can still just feel like you're a certain age. So cherish your 20s. They are like an exciting, exciting time. I loved my 20s. There were lots of ups and downs, a lot of loss, a lot of good times, a lot of bad times. Um, But like my 20s is where I built my business. I had my son. I got married. I got divorced. I got married again. Um, I've had friendships come and go. I've built this amazing career that I have. So the 20s really were spent trying to find myself. I made mistakes. I found myself more than I ever thought possible. And it's crazy that like just a couple months before my 30th birthday, my life started taking a turn and, you know, change is always hard, but I am so grateful for the changes that have happened recently because I can go into my thirties with a fresh start and I can go in with a lot of lessons learned and maybe keeping some people in my twenties that were helpful at my life for a certain season, reason, or lifetime. And my thirties, I feel like I've learned a lot of valuable lessons on mistakes I've made in relationships. My biggest flaw is that I, 
I don't even know how to put it into words, but like I've always struggled with my relationships and friendships, especially within my business, because I tend to give too much. And I'm not trying to like say that to make myself sound good. Like it's actually a bad thing because I overdo it and I like put people on a pedestal and almost expect too much from them because I've given them so much. Um, And then when things end, it's like I've lost so much because I invested so much in them. So for me, I'm learning to create healthy boundaries within my relationships and friendships at work and, um, you know, put those that matter first. And I think that I'm just really excited to go into my thirties because your twenties, you're figuring life out and your thirties, you're a little more established usually. And I do feel like I'm entering my thirties in a season where I have my career. I have goals that I have coming up. I have my kids, I have my husband, my family and really good friends. And that's all that matters. And even though it sucks getting older, I'm so excited for my 30s. I hope it's less dramatic than my 20s. And I hope that I have learned a lot from my 20s. And I you know, don't carry any of that into my 30s. Just the lessons, none of the drama. Okay, so those were the 10 things I think I have learned before 30. And I'm not saying I'm perfect. I'm probably still going to learn a lot of lessons within my 30s. And maybe when I'm 40, I'm going to be like, wow, I knew nothing at 29, even though I thought I knew everything. So I mean, I think we all look back and realize that as we get older. But I hope that this episode helped you a little bit. Um, I also wanted to touch on something because it's a little bittersweet. So if you follow me, you know that I have a lot going on. I'm a little busy. Um, I have Jay-Z Styles, which is a hair extension company, a full service salon. We have education that I travel for quite a bit. Um, There's a lot that goes on behind the scenes with the business. I also have a baby and my husband lives out of town part-time. So I feel like I'm a single mom half the time and it's just crazy, right? So there is something I have been working on for a while and it's a goal of mine that I've had in my business and it's something we've always worked towards and now is finally happening and it's moving forward and it's going to be taking up a lot of my time. Um, It's not changing anything about my business. We still are going to keep everything we have. It's just kind of a new addition to our business and I'm not talking about it as much yet, but I will bring you guys along on the journey as we start it. But because of that, I need to learn to delegate my time better. That's actually something I was going to include on this list, but I haven't quite learned it yet. So I felt like it wouldn't be genuine to include it because I'm still struggling with it, but just like balancing my time and my priorities and learning that it's okay to say no to things and drop things and evolve. So with that being said, we are going to be taking a break from the podcast. Um, I don't know how long this is going to be. It could be indefinitely. It could just be a few months. We can always come back to this. I love that we have this little community here. Um, But with my YouTube channel and my Instagram, it's like I have content going out there so often and I can start spinning the podcast stuff into my YouTube channel. If you guys love Money with Michelle and those episodes, I can start doing videos on my channel interviewing him. Um, We can do Instagram, you know, IGTVs or Reels and we also have our blonding and business class. You can check that out on our website. I'll put the description box below if you want to come and ask us questions in person. Um, So I feel like there's still value within the things we've done on the podcast, but the podcast is something I love. It's really a passion project and it's been so much fun, but it just takes up a lot of my time that's unfortunately unnecessary when I have other things going on. Um, So I'm just trying to delegate and balance and like choose what my top priorities are right now and what my attention deserves because I am guilty of doing a million different things that I'm passionate about. And then each of them gets 10% from me when I should be doing like two or three things and giving them all a hundred percent if I can. So 
Um, with that being said, this will be the last episode and I am so sad about it. It's really bittersweet. Um, it's been so much fun and I have loved it. And like I said, we may come back to it. Who knows? It, it, it may be back in the future, but as of right now, I just feel like it's a little too stressful for me right now to prioritize and, um, I have content I have to create on other platforms. So you guys will still see me there obviously. And I can bring a lot of this content to those platforms, like I said. So I hope that you're not disappointed and I really appreciate all the love and support we've gotten on the podcast. It's been amazing and incredible. And this decision has nothing to do with like all the changes that have obviously happened. This is everything to do with what's coming. And if this wasn't coming, I'd still be doing the podcast, but this new adventure is going to take a lot of my energy and time and I need to give it a hundred percent because I believe in it. So I will be letting you guys know what it is very soon. Make sure you're following me on Instagram, YouTube. I'll put all that in the show notes below so you can keep up with everything and let me know what type of videos you'd like to see on my YouTube channel or content on my Instagram because that is my main priority with content is just like putting it out there for you guys. So, um, this is weird. I feel like I'm not only ending the episode, but it's like ending the podcast kind of, and this is just bittersweet. But as I go into 30, I'm really trying to balance my life and focus on the things that matter. And there are so many exciting things coming for Jay-Z and for you guys. And I'm just excited for you to see it. So, um, yeah, thank you so much. I love you guys. And I will see you over on Instagram and YouTube and maybe even in person at a class. I love you guys. See you later. Thanks for joining us over here at Just Jay-Z. Catch new episodes every Tuesday on Apple Podcasts and Spotify.